This is the Power Pies Podcast. My name is Sarah of Underground Crowds. We hit Bible topics, smash book studies, punch out some songs here and there, and light up his word to strengthen our souls. Thanks for listening. Let's continue. We're in Timothy, 1 Timothy chapter 2. Sorry about my squeaky chair that needs WD-40. I just saw something I think about. It took me weeks to get hairspray for these pastel drawings that I do. Weeks. The chances of me ever getting WD-40 for this chair are slim to none. Um, So let's pray and then we will continue here. Um... What uh, and and the purposes for learning about the purposes for uh, writing First Timothy and the main thoughts. Um, I'm stalling because there was something I wanted to tell you. Yes, this is what it is. The Esther podcast for chapter one and chapter two are out on SoundCloud. Uh, Esther pod- podcast project um, with all the songs that were written for that. Um, podcast project Um, so download them now I don't know when Esther podcast project say that 10 times fast is going to be available to purchase Um, I'm going to look into making it available on my website all the pandemic albums because (laughs) but here's the thing I listened to I listened to them a lot Because I want to make sure the order is right. And so I brought up front of the line again. um, And listened to it in the car in order. And I hate it. Also the mixing. Awful. So. I mean. I can do better. Um, I'm not very good at all. Obviously if you've listened to any of them. I'm not good at all. But. I could do better on that one. And get the order right. The song order right. So I'm going to fix that. I'm going to pull all the pandemic albums off of Bandcamp. And then transfer them over to my website um, and hopefully sell from there and then uh, yeah so that'll be available that's what I'm working on so download it is coming your your ability to um, buy the Esther podcast music it's coming it's coming but just not right now um, there's copyright obviously on that issue on that album Um, So I need to get permissions to sell, get that license in order. Um, And then I will um, continue on posting all the songs and the lyrics over at Instagram. And and final, 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 what's wrong with my brain? Announcement. I put up a video for My Forever from Esther Podcast Project. So it's it's really good I'm taking a break and not doing music right now because I really need to regroup on those last albums. I did not realize that I had put out five projects in two years. So some regrouping needs to be done. Plus, you know, a few more visuals and just kind of tying that all, all the loose ends together. We know how like, to tie in loose ends. So we're going to do that and then maybe start writing again, like off in the future. Um, I would say I probably get back on the songwriting bandwagon later in the summer. So 
yeah, later in the summer, I would say. I can't stay away from it forever, but I really want to reorganize what I've already done. So let's get started here. Um, we are we're gonna look at the first part of First Timothy chapter two, um, and how the Great Commission ties in with um, our activity in relationship to authorities. Um, I Well, let me just read it. So we're in chapter 2, verse 1. First of all, then. So we have this word then. So when we find this word then, we go back. Well, what did he say? What did the guy say? And what I, where I think we should go um, is about verse 18 in the previous chapter. This command, I entrust you, Timothy, my son, in accordance with the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you fight the good fight. Fight the good fight. I know you've heard that word before, and I've heard that word before, but what all it, in, the phrase before, but what all it entails, we don't know, so maybe we give up. Um, or maybe we think fight the good fight is just existing. That's not fighting the good fight. I'm glad you exist. But we are on this earth for a purpose. Paul says to Timothy, according to the prophecies that were prophesied about you, and there was a commission prophesied about Timothy. And Paul is exhorting Timothy to walk in it. This doesn't happen by accident. You don't trip into this calling that you have. You do the thing. So, first of all, then... I urge that entreaties and prayers, petitions and thanksgivings be made on behalf of all men. What I see here is not just what's done behind a fence, in a building, under a steeple, in a pew. What I see here is community in this first verse an activeness in community here's what happens when we do nothing in the context that we live in when we decide that it's all bad everything's bad and we let that discouragement because that's what it's meant to do. It's meant to discourage you right on out of the fight, the good fight here. Verse 18. It's what, I mean, it's age old. We tend to think because we live in the front of the line, meaning no one has lived in this time period before. That's an obvious statement, right? Just you, just me. There we're the only ones that have lived in this time period. That surely it's never been this bleak. I want to submit that we have no basis for that statement at all. In fact, it shows a 
steeply simple mind to presume such. That the 50s were the best. The 1850s were the best. We know they weren't. Were the best. Oh, if I'd have just lived in this time. You, you have and I have become an echo chamber to ourselves. We have no way to verify that what we just said is true. This way, we don't live then. We didn't face the daily then. The demonic powers were still around then. People had the same flesh then. Satan knew how to present fear upon fear then. He has been doing it since time began. There is no such thing as a better time to live than the time that you live in now. And so don't let Satan convince you to get out of fight the good fight because it's hopeless. It's too bad. It's over the top. It's no use. That is exactly, exactly, friend, what Satan wants to come rolling out of your lips. He loves those words because it betrays a lack of confidence in the God who is. The God who can. The God who's ready. The God who will finish. The God who is on the throne. First of all, he says, then, not the fight the good fight thing, then I urge that entreaties. What does it take to have an entreaty? It takes knowing a problem, addressing the problem, making a petition on behalf of the problem. Maybe it's oppression in your community. Maybe somebody's out of a loop that should be in the loop. Maybe in your church there are people that are sidelined. And you see it. It's not time to, to point the finger. It's time to make entreaties. Through no fault of anybody else in the church, there was a lady and her son sitting on the side Single moms in the house. You deserve all kinds of praise. Happy Mother's Day. It's coming up. Single mom, baby, teenage son. That's, I can't even think of a worse combination, actually. I'm sorry, I'm just so say it. Teenager and an infant. Put that together. Put that together in your house. So I... I, I go over there and I notice nobody's talking to her and I sit and I asked her her name. Why? It's incumbent upon you. It's incumbent upon me when we see someone falling through the cracks to do something about it. Right? Making treaties and prayers. 
petitions, and thanksgiving be made on behalf of all men, for kings and all who are in authority. When we realize what we're up against, this is kind of a cut break cut to another another realm a lot of people don't want to deal with, and that is politics. When we're overwhelmed by what is going on and continues to go on, I would challenge you this. When it seems hopeless, when you've done your part, when you keep pouring your votes into a vast hole, it seems like, when it seems to be the same kind of people that are taking over and doing the same sorts of things, and standard of living is not going up, it's going down. When people aren't being relieved all around you, continual, and this is continual, when things were supposed to happen or you thought would happen and didn't happen in the realm of politics. I want to challenge you with this thought. Believe. Believe that when God wants you to make entreaties, when God wants you to be thankful for whatever's in front of you, when God wants you to petition and pray, believe he can. I think that's where a lot of people fall off. When it comes to the realm of politics, we secretly think God has left the room. Elvis has left the building. God has exited stage fright. And some of it stems from our presuppositions, our limited understanding. And can I say our carnal viewpoints that are based in those people we don't like, that the government isn't doing anything about, fill in the blank, drug addicts. Oh, this world has just gone to pot because of those people over there. They're just letting them in at the border. And really, really, what needs to be shifted inside of us is that God is not willing that any should perish. And God is willing that all come to him. Yes, even that drug addict that stole your carburetor. When we shift 
to a gospel focus, to fighting the good fight, our politics change. We're no longer afraid of people. We no longer want to clean them out of our lives. We're no longer insecure. But we, with open arms, petition, give thanksgiving, make entreaties, and pray, because God is on the throne, can do what he said, so believe him. Peace out. Again, thanks for listening. Catch the next part of this series, usually Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. You can also find Underground Crowds on Twitter, Patreon, Bandcamp, or undergroundcrowds.com.